You're listening to the Thunder Post Game Show on 107.7 The Franchise. Welcome in. It's a franchise first take Thunder Post Game Show. I am Matt Burton and joined, as always, by Drake and Josh. Drake Vitito, Josh Conant in the building with me as we get to this OKC victory, 133-114. to Over the Philadelphia 76ers. But first off, guys, it's been a while since we've had a post-game show, and especially a post-game show in the studio. Yeah, it was before, what was it? It was definitely before their seven, was it seven game home stretch? It was 1,000% before the new year. And so that's like what, early December? Yeah, they had that nice uh, seven game home stretch or whatever it was. And then just scheduling. It felt like infinity games. And then just like scheduling wise with like OU stuff. Yep. I mean, there were a couple of opportunities where we could have had a in-studio show. But yeah, it's, it's been a while. Absolutely. So how are we doing tonight, fellas? Drake, we doing okay? Oh, yeah. I'm glad to be back. I love studio shows. There's a certain magic. Now, don't get me wrong. I love Flint. We love okay? us some Flint. I love food, um, and I love the atmosphere that Flint brings when we do our post-game shows, but you get a little you get a little magic, a little hometown magic when we're doing in-studio shows, so it's good to be back. It feels different. It does feel different. I agree with Drake. There's some kind of uh, magic that happens when we're all together. And uh, it's a little, it's a little different too being back here in the uh, producer chair because it does feel like forever since I've been back here. It feels weird. So yeah, yeah, that's that's what it is. I think we're we're all three in the same place. We don't have to have one person back here uh, away from all the fun. But speaking of all the fun, all the fun was had tonight by the Oklahoma City Thunder. Like I said, they beat the Philadelphia 76ers one thirty three to one fourteen, and this was the the full 76ers. They did not get. Um, the no James Harden, no Tyrese Maxey, no PJ Tucker, like we saw on New Year's Eve. Uh, they got the full 76ers and, uh, they saw barbecue chicken. Yeah. Uh, defense optional for, for the 76ers, which honestly is, is kind of, kind of weird, especially if you take into account the last time these two teams played. I mean, uh, like you said, again, without James Harden or Maxey or, um, Who's the third? PJ Tucker. PJ Tucker. I mean, you, you especially with Maxi and Tucker being pretty well-renowned guard defenders. Yep. Um, but yeah, it, it was great. I I had a lot of questions about this Thunder squad tonight. Especially, you know, we talked about a little bit last post game, or maybe it was just no, it was this week during the shows because we didn't have it during the Miami game. Um, that was a bad loss. Uh, all things considered, that Thunder yep. squad. I mean, that's 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 a depleted Miami team who didn't have. Jimmy Butler and I think let's see they had Jimmy but they didn't have it was like Kyle Lowry and Tyler Hero Tyler Hero Bam. Bam I mean that that's a that's a depleted Miami Heat team that this Thunder squad needs to needs to beat especially when you have everyone playing besides Chet now this is a different scenario okay everyone's playing for the 76ers um and it's in Philadelphia so I was just I was just intrigued to see how the Thunder was going to bounce back tonight. You know they've been pretty pretty good at it all season, coming off of a loss, being able to get back in it. And you know it's it's kind of it's kind of funny when you talk about it because I think I think Thor, the third quarter is really kind of yeah. where they where they where they separated themselves. And we know the Thunder are the number one team in the league point differential uh, in the third quarter. Um, and it's so funny you say that because. In the beginning of the third quarter, the 76ers yeah. went on a little bit of a run, and then the Thunder just put just into that real quick, doubled down on it, and uh, went on a little run of their own, and really separated themselves uh, to close out the game. But it was it was a great all around for everyone. I think everyone pitched in. Yeah, I think coming after that Miami game, which everybody was also disappointed. Um, obviously, Drake said Miami's depleted; they did not have a lot of their stars. I think this kind of makes up for it, but I'm also I'm on the boat of the 76ers where I don't know where they stand. I think they should be a playoff team. Obviously, they have the stars. They have the star power. They have the depth. Um, but I really just don't trust them. I don't think anybody does at this point. 25-16, and 16, that's a good record. Yeah, keep it. I don't know what, where they're at in the uh, in the East. But uh, losing to this Thunder team, the way that they did, is uh, just not a good look. It's not a good look when you're trying to be a contender. You should be a contender at least. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm sorry for the 76ers. Thunder kind of make up for the uh, the loss against Miami, but 
But also, I don't even know if it's that big of a makeup because I just don't trust the 76ers team. I really don't. Yeah, it feels a lot like a team that Doc Rivers had has coached in the past. It looked like his Clippers team sometimes. You have you have the stars. You have Chris Paul. You have Blake Griffin. Uh, DeAndre Jordan, whenever he was still he was still good uh, and useful, you had the shooter and JJ Redick. It like it all looked good on paper, but whenever it came down to it, just something wasn't working. And now I'm not going to overreact. I still think Philly will uh, make some noise in the East, but the East is top heavy, man. They have some heavyweights, yeah, uh, there, especially with the Celtics and Bucks, and I mean the newcomer, the the Cavs, like yeah. and. And I even forgot to even say the Nets. Like, I mean, yeah. the Nets, once Kevin Durant gets back healthy, like, um, so they're going to have their work cut out for him uh, in the East. Drake, you mentioned that third quarter. Um, Oklahoma City goes to halftime with a 67 to 57 lead. Um, they get down by, I believe it was, yeah, it was just two or three. It, it wasn't like, it wasn't a big, but they, they'd given up a 10 point lead at right. halftime. Right. They end the third quarter up 101 to 85. <laughs> so, I mean, they, Insane. they just absolutely like they blew the game open there in that third quarter, man. I, I believe they had uh, a streak of eight straight made buckets. Uh, they won a, ni- a couple nice runs uh, there in the third quarter, man. But it, it's the third quarters for this Thunder team. The third quarters, they always uh, find a way to play great. Uh, in that third quarter. And what's crazy about it, too, is that the the way they were getting those points so easily. It's not like, you know, SGA was... Now, don't get me wrong. We'll talk about SGA. Uh, he had a great night. But, I mean, everyone, whether that be Josh Giddy or SGA or J-Dub or even Trey Mann, I mean, everyone was getting paint touches tonight. I mean, clear lanes. It was almost a... Vi- the 76ers defense were like bull, were like the the Spanish bull guys, you know, that yeah, have the little Ole. It was Ole defense. The little red thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was Ole defense all night, and that just that set up for um, the Thunder to get easy buckets, no matter if it was in the paint or if it was just wide open threes. I'm trying to see uh, our our uh, internet. That's a good question. I'm trying is, to see is the, the Sixers team defense that bad or is it Harden's bad defense just rubbing off on them? Like, what do you guys think about that? I also think it was just a bad night too. I mean, yeah. the Thunder shot, I think 50% over 50. Yeah. 51.2% from the field and uh 43% from three. So, I mean, that, that's just great. Sometimes just not your night. Yeah. Yep. Sometimes I, it's just a good night shooting for the other team, but uh, their it, defense did play into it. I will. I'm going to make the comparison of the 76ers to the Mavericks, obviously Joel Embiid's going to be the big like, okay, the Mavericks don't have someone like that. So that is the differentiation between the comparison that I'm about to make. But Luka and Harden are very much, you know, alike in their offensive game. You know, it's a lot It's a lot of dribbling. It's a lot of ball-dominant offense. Um, and that's great. Like, night in, night out on the regular season, that's great. Like, you're going to get a lot of, like, highlight reel stuff. You're going to get a lot of MVP talk especially in the case of Luca, obviously Harden had his, you know, day in the sun when he was doing all that stuff too. But you know, when it comes to playoff time, that stuff just usually doesn't translate to success when we're talking about like championship hopes or even making it to the Western or Eastern conference finals. So yeah, when we talk about, you know, the big picture for, you know, the 76ers, I, I, I just don't see them, you know, especially if they get matched up with like a Nets or a Bucks, depending on where they finish in the East. I just don't think they're well adept to make it far in the East this year. Josh, did you, uh, oh, no, sorry. I had nothing on that. No, no follow up. Got you. Um, let's talk about the main man, Shea Gildas Alexander. Thirty-seven points tonight. Uh, had eight rebounds, six assists. Was ten of sixteen from the floor. One of one from three, 20. and sixteen of sixteen from the free throw line. Just insanely efficient night. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what sixty three percent or something like that from the floor. Uh, obviously, a hundred from three, which I mean, one of one, but still, it still counts a hundred percent. And then a hundred percent from the free throw line, shooting sixteen of them, uh, had a steal and two blocks as well. I mean, what more can we say about this guy? He's just he's awesome. He has he's had it figured out um, this entire season about what uh, I mean. Just he's reached that level. He has reached that level where this is just. These are just the kind of nights he had, and I um, I screen grabbed a couple tweets I saw, uh, especially from uh, from StatMuse uh, tonight. The only players with twenty five plus thirty point games this season: Shea Gildas Alexander, Luka Doncic. Nice. Thunder players with fifty plus thirty point games in their careers as Thunder. 
Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant, Shea goes to Alexander. Nice. Yeah. Beautiful company. Shea, Shea had a great game tonight. And it was, you know, we were talking about the Thunder team as a whole, how they bounced back from the loss against Miami. Yeah. And they didn't do very well against their last game against Philly either. No. Um, and neither did Shea individually. So I'd like to bring up another thing. Uh, this is from Joe Masato. He said, SJ's lowest scoring game of the year was on New Year's Eve versus Philly. Yep. Uh, 14 points on 4 of 15 shooting. Well, uh, tonight in Philly, uh, in that first quarter, he almost matched that. He he was 13 points on 5 of 7 shooting. Uh, I mean, we've been saying it all season. Shea, Shea can get what he wants when he wants it. Um, but the thing that really stood out to me tonight, and it was especially against guys like Embiid, um, guys, you know, a team that has a bunch of guys in the 76ers, his defense super super inspiring and we've 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 hinted at it you know here and there all season uh that his defense has been one of his most improved aspects of his entire game we knew he had it on the offensive side he's been able to get whatever he's wanted for the past couple of years but just seeing him like block guys like Embiid his two blocks were against Embiid um his one steal was against Embiid I, was I mean he's, say that, yep. he's not afraid to like get in the weeds no matter who it who he's going up against whether that be you know Embiid or you know someone like a PJ Tucker who's a smaller guard. I just I just have really enjoyed seeing him develop himself on the defensive end uh, of the court this season. Yeah, I think he's kind of just continuing that All Star campaign. Um, another thing that I wanted to point out with SGA is that this team probably has done it two three times this season where they get a lead, kind of play the lead, and then also just play to keep it, which is a lot of fun to watch. And SGA is a main part of that, getting thirty seven. Uh, I think it, I said on Bally's, I think it was career high without a miss in free throw line, 16 and 16. So props to him keeping that uh, free throw line up, free throw percentage up, my bad. Uh, six assists, eight rebounds, just an, a complete game, I would say. I think I loved what I saw from him tonight. Just continuing the all-star campaign in which I believe he's fourth in all-star voting. For he, cars, was, yeah. he was close in the uh, first return to jaw. He's now pulled away a little bit jaw, uh, but fourth in guards on the West. I mean, that's exactly where I think he should be and I'm glad he's getting the national attention obviously we had a national uh national tv game last last uh last game against the yeah. heat mm-hmm. and uh he's just continuing it so I'm I'm, I'm proud of him he is uh, last guy I wanted to talk about before we get out of here Josh Giddy. um yep I mean this he's just been on a tear he's been on an absolute tear recently 20 points for him tonight uh eight assists four rebounds uh, was seven of fourteen, nice fifty percent from the floor. Uh, one of three from the three point line, and five of five from the free throw line. Um, again, kind of like Shea, I, I think he's starting to figure things out going to the basket, um, and especially uh, using his body. To I mean, we we talk about it a lot whenever he can take kind of take advantage of uh, a smaller defender on him, but also uh, he does a great job using his body to create space to get that little floater off um, in in the paint and. If he gets to where, uh, I mean, he's been doing it the past, what, month and a half, two months, hell, the whole season, really? I mean, uh, he is he has added that to his game. And if he continues that, that's going to be a nice go-to uh, for him. And not only that, like I know he was one for three uh, from the three-point line tonight, but he to me, it looks better. We, we say it every single postgame. It looks better, and it looks like he's shooting it with confidence, too. It looks. It doesn't look like he's hesitating. He's not hesitating at all. He's catching it in rhythm, shooting it in rhythm, and for that, for him to take that next step as an outside shooter, uh, that's that's an important step you have to get to getting that confidence and shooting it in rhythm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I I totally agree with you uh, on the Giddy part. Um, but one of the things I like to look at, and it's it's something that people may not go to first when they think of you know offensive like production, especially when we talk about the confidence of Josh Giddy. Um, if you guys. Uh, have noticed since December 1st, which is really about the time where he started to really make that turnaround. It's been 25 of 27 from the free throw line, 93% from the free throw line since December 1st. Now it tells me a couple of things. Number one, like you said, he is getting more comfortable and he's getting more aggressive because of that comfort ability. Sorry, that's a big word for me. Um, But that's, I think that is the biggest teller for me is that you know, it is a confidence thing with him. He just needs to see the ball go in. And it's kind of like a Trey Man thing, but it, it, it it's different for it's different for Josh as as we know because of you know the whole shot dynamic, what he's going through with Chip England. Um, but to see his free throw percentage be really really good since the beginning of December is like the biggest factor for me when talking about you know his confidence and his offensive abilities. 
Now, we mentioned a bunch at the beginning of the season, Giddy not being as good. I know Brandon Rabar, if you don't follow him, go follow at Brandon Rabar. He was tweeting pretty much since the entire season started. Giddy's not as bad as people think. Like, he's really, he's really not that bad. He's still up in ranks against the people in his class, which I think is great. But as you guys said, watching him develop, watching him grow his confidence is just so nice to see. Obviously, SGA is already there. Um, and having two guys that are going to be in great, great, um, great abilities to be playing well, that's going to be amazing to see, especially with Josh Giddy, J-Dub developing as well before our eyes. It's just young talent that is getting more comfortable is going to be scary here in two years. Right. And with the uh, talking about with the confidence with, with his jump shot, uh, especially his outside shooting, it's it's different because he didn't come in as a shooter. Like Trey Mann, his his confidence is like that. That was him. Like he was a shooter. He's a bucket getter. Uh, so he needs to go down to the G League and get you know score fifty, man. Like just get, try to go score fifty. Uh, for Josh Giddy, for me, it's like I can see he's getting confidence because he's not hesitating at all because he didn't come in as a shooter. So when he starts seeing those improvements. Uh, th- those slow improvements and like, okay, this is working and it's starting to feel good. You can you can see it with the the shots that he's taken and uh, again catching it in rhythm, shooting it in rhythm, man. Uh, so it, it's great to see. Uh, but the Thunder get the win, one thirty three to one nine or one fourteen, excuse me, uh, up in Philadelphia tonight. Welcome back to the Oklahoma City Thunder first take Thunder post game show on one oh seven seven the franchise. Majestic Wolf Lamp and his family. This is Galco, which is Hebrew for kindness. Welcome back. Franchise first take Thunder postgame show. Thunder get the win in Philadelphia, 133 to 114. And fellas, as we are doing this, there is uh, Thunder fans. There's a ratio of Bruin. Oh. On, uh, oh. on old twitter.com. What's happening on the Twitter yeah, interweb? Okay, so Justin Termine, or Termine, I, I don't know. He's the host of NBA Today, um, 4 to 7 Eastern with Eddie Johnson. Uh, and he is also on Sirius XM NBA. Uh, if you're like, where have I heard that that name before? He tweeted this in Oct- on October 24th, 2021. So last year. Um, beginning of the season uh, of last last season. Feel bad for the players on OKC, like SGA, who are forced to be a part of the GM's plan to protect his long-term security by losing on purpose and always selling the future in order to consistently avoid being held accountable for the now. So that was just that was Justin uh, last October. The, correct. Can I can I say something? About yeah. No. That? Yes. Absolutely. If Sam Presti were to have a press conference tomorrow and say that he is looking for bigger and brighter opportunities, you're you're dumb, you're stupid, if you think that he would not be getting calls from every other every single team in the association. Yes, yes. Okay, that's all I wanted to say. Thank you. Okay, so here's Justin tonight. Oh, no. I think I know where this is going. He says, So the Thunder will have SGA at the All-Star game, plus... Control of every Los Angeles Clippers first round pick through 2026, while Paul George and Kawhi likely watch the game from home. Bro, where have you been? What a, di- what a difference a year makes. Hey, le- he's, wow, he's he here, sees though. the he saw the vision that he was complaining about one year ago. All these trade assets happened before a year ago. Right. Like this makes no sense. And what 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 is this person? What does this person do? You said NBA TV. Eddie uh, he was, yeah, Eddie Johnson. What is Sirius his title? XM. He he is. This is Justin Termine. Uh, he's on Sirius XM and also, uh, yeah, he hosts of uh, NBA Today with Eddie Johnson. Well, you lost a viewer that you never. Had. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> one thing. One thing that I saw about uh, SGA Paul George Kawhi. If I believe it's true, because I think it was verified on Twitter, he's outscored them combined this season. Have yes. you guys seen that? Yes, I did see that. You're That's talking about SGA outscored. Now, yeah, to be fair, Kawhi and PG, which I'm sure they've been injured. Right? Yeah, yeah, Kawhi has for uh, most of the season. But with that being said, I mean, and we talked about it. I think it was this week yeah. or last week. I mean, Kawhi doesn't look like Kawhi. Nope. I mean, he's play he's playing now, but like he doesn't look a hundred percent. I don't know. If and they've kind of still been like limiting his minutes, at least as far yeah. as I know. Now that might have gone out the window, you know, 
since I've watched watched them last, but he was playing like 18 to 15 minutes a game. I will say this. If they can figure it out, I think the West is actually kind of pretty open. It is, yeah. This year, I think this is actually the greatest year for either the Clippers or the Nuggets to like put it together, especially the Nuggets, because that team's been like running it back for a, a while now. I understand that Murray was out all last season, but... I think adding Bones Highland kind of gives him a, a little bit of a more dynamic feel. And I get it. This is the Thunder post game, but this is the question. This is what we do, okay? I just we need to give our takes, okay? So I think I think if I had to choose today, I think I'd I'd actually be having the Nuggets out of the West. But some of the best responses to this tweet have been from uh, some of our own colleagues. Indulge, me. really? Uh, one Jerry Ramsey, yes, says all despite ignorant national media narratives misunderstanding every move. <laughs> Tell me, tell me, you uh, don't watch Thunder games without telling me. Yeah, you right, watch that's, Thunder good, games. that's good. And Jerry doesn't forget. And uh, I don't know how this Justin guy did not remember uh, his tweet from mm. October of twenty one. Uh, and then Brandon Rabar. Oh, nice guy, Brandon Rabar's. Brandon Rabar's cooking tonight. Um, Hold up, because Brandon Rabar after because after that tweet, uh, Brandon I, I believe replied to that tweet and got to like. Not a Twitter fight, because I mean Brandon's one of the nicest people we nicest know. Nicest dudes ever. But yeah. he got into like, you know, you know, some little beef. A little fact off, if you will. Um, with this guy. And the guy even invited Brandon onto his radio show. Oh. And Brandon was explaining to him the long term vision of what was happening in Oklahoma City. He actually went on? Yeah, did he, Brandon he go went on? on? He did he oh, did go on. I need that clip. And uh Brandon tried to explain what was happening. Yeah. Because obviously this guy was like, wow, you got so many first-round picks. What could you possibly do? <laughs> I don't know. Justin, pay attention here. Uh, the So Brandon Robar tweets at him. He says, remember that Thunder beat writer that came on your show last year and tried to explain this long-term oh. vision? Hey, better late than never. Kudos. Oh, Brandon. <laughs> One of the nicest guys. Just, Cooking, and that's a little subtle Finally Brandon got shot. Him. I Cooking like that. with gas. Just Love finally it. got him. Uh, so, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, all those uh, Thunder people... Uh, or the Thunder uh, Twitter space, uh, that guy's going to get a pretty well-deserved ratio. We have the best pre- and post-game people. Like, honestly, there is literally no other place where you can get the range of topics covered, right. the range of takes given, uh, credited takes. Let me let me just preface that. Not these asinine takes like Eddie Johnson or anybody like that. But you're not going to get this anywhere else, people. You're not. You're not. But... Nevertheless, yeah, it just it it's not that hard to figure out what Sam Presti was trying to do. It's just it's really not. And also um, that deal it's that a rebuild, got? and you're giving him he's giving himself more options than anyone knows what to do with. Yeah, so he's giving himself endless possibilities to build a roster. Um, but I mean the uh, the Charlotte Hornets, the Orlando Magic, the Houston Rockets, the Detroit Pistons. He's not. They've been bad for a decade. Yeah, yeah. he's not. He's not. I almost cussed. Except for he's, the Houston Rockets. But. He's not careful, doing this careful. for long-term job security. Right. He's already mm. been in this game for a bit. Already. He's got a lifetime he's, contract. He's got a good Oklahoma resume City, sure. too. He's not. He's not just a guy starting out that uh, got things to figure out. He's been there. He's done that. Anyways, God, just. Anyways, that was us venting a little bit. Also, Should he was say, offered like the biggest, probably, offloaded for a player ever. Right for the Paul yes. yeah. At the time, yeah. Yes. Anyways, let's get to tank commander. We're good. Tanking. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Sorry, we're going. We're going. Tanking. Through the quad and into the gymnasium. Come on, everybody. Tank Commander of the Game is where we find out via the plus-minus stat. Trusty plus-minus stat. Who tried their hardest to get the Thunder to tank? Tonight, it was Jay Will. Jalen Williams, Jay Will, by way of Arkansas, wow. was a minus eight tonight. And I thought he played pretty good. I thought he, he was great. good. I mean, five of seven for 11, one of one from the three-point line, five rebounds, two assists, only one turnover. I think where he got bit a little bit is the five personal fouls. Yeah. That, that'll, yeah. that'll, I think four in the first half, too. So that'll, yeah. that, <laughs> that'll do it. That'll do it. Um, also, as the only big man, though, what do you expect? Yeah, right. him, him and Muskie were sharing tonight. Um, I thought he did a pretty dang good job on Embiid, all things considered. All things considered, absolutely. I, I think... 
I think 11 is his career high, which, I mean, it, it is, makes sense. It is, yeah. And I think it was it his best sense. game as a Thunder. Yeah. Had a nice Dr. J layup in Philly. Goodness. That Somebody was... said Dr. J will. Love Dr. It. J will love that nice. beautiful, flawless, I like that. I like flawless that. rolls off the tongue. But and they J were even will. doing the they were even doing the throwback court tonight too. They were yeah the, the, the brotherly hardwood. love yeah with jerseys the, on with the stars in the middle. Gotta be honest, not a huge fan of those jerseys. But really, yeah, yeah. It, the, just the lettering reminded of me pack. of the Christmas jerseys. They're kind of middle uh, of the pack yeah. for me. Middle of the pack. They have they, one that has like the constitution, not the actual constitution, but like something down the side of it. Was that the, was that these ones or is that a different? Maybe one? I don't know. Do okay. they usually have the bell in the middle? Like yes. actually, okay. I think so. That's what I, I think. So. I do like that. I do like that. I think if they went like full retro, like just like literally the jerseys that Dr. J wore, yeah, Daryl yeah. Dawkins, like I mean. Moses Fire. Malone. That's it's simple. It's nice. Yep. Retro. Like I mean, yeah. I, I would definitely go with that. Or uh, the black jerseys that um, like AI wore. Mm. Yeah, those. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. That was our tank commander of the game. It was Jay Will, who actually had a really good game. So um, screw you. I hate plus minus segment. stat. <laughs> yeah. You go home, Josh. Get a life. Would you please take us around the association? Boys, buckle up. We're going on a road trip. It's not long, though. We're just going to go around the neighborhood. Yeah. Not a very long one at all. A little, uh, little cul-de-sac trip. Yeah, a little cul-de-sac. We got a, a couple finals. The one and the two seed played tonight in the East. Facing off, maybe Eastern finals. A little preview. Celtics and Nets in Brooklyn. Celtics win it 109-98. to Marcus Smart is the top performer for uh, Boston, 16.6 rebounds, 10 assists. And Kyrie Irving, top performer for Brooklyn, 24 points and 6 assists. We've talked about it ad nauseum on this show. Nets, it's really great that they had that win streak, but when you play a team that actually plays defense, a la the Celtics, they can't even score 100. Without Kevin Durant. Oh, they were they were without KD Yeah, he's going to miss like a month, I think. Disregard is everything I said. Disregard everything oh. I said. Didn't know that. Never mind. That hurts. Carry on. That hurts a lot. The trip continues. <laughs> staying, staying in the East, the Thunder just played the Heat. They barely won. Now they're going to play the Milwaukee Bucks and Giannis. The Heat also get a dub. 108-102. Heat win it over the Bucks. We've got, um, I'm sorry, Gabe Vincent for Miami. 28.6 assists. And uh, Drew Holiday for Milwaukee. 24 oh, points, 11 man. assists, 6 rebounds. The Heat were so close. They two? were 15 of 16 from the free throw line. They almost uh, had two games in a row being perfect from the free throw line. You know how much I really wanted Jimmy to miss that one, by the way? Oh, yeah, the, 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 that clutch free yeah, throw right. I was like, please. This would be so storybook if he misses Oh, this. so close. 15 oh. of 16. Yeah, that's, that's bad. One more final before the Thunders. That's Toronto. We're going to Canada. They take on the Charlotte Hornets, who are uh, tanking, by the way. Uh, Raptors win at 124 to 114. Lamelo Ball, which I don't know if you guys saw the TikTok. They said, "Who's the real Lamelo?" That's all these oh, kids saying. Awful. This is this Lamelo. No, it's not. Quit it. Lamelo though, thirty-two point seven assists. Not the real one. Pascal Siakam for Toronto in the win, thirty-five point seven boards. Thunder. Spicy P, man, what a game. Sorry, who? Spicy P. Oh, Spicy P. I like that. I like that a lot. Thunder get the W over the 76 ers one thirty-three, one fourteen. SGA, 37 points, 8 rebounds, 6 assists. James Harden, 24 points, 15 assists, 6 boards. We've got one game, about to be two games in progress, just started at 9 o'clock. That is the Dallas Mavericks at the Los Angeles Lakers. Literally just started. I can't give you any top performers. I'm sorry. It's I was about to say, has zero. this happened to us yet? How about you predict? I don't think it has. Give us a prediction on top performer. Um, the top performer is going to be Luca with <laughs> 42 points, 10 <laughs> boards, and probably 12 assists. And uh, probably LeBron with uh, maybe like 28. Okay. I'll take that. I'll accept that. Y- you guys got Mavs winning, right? Uh, I would say sure. yeah. probably. Yeah. All right, cool. Next game starts at 9. Hasn't started yet. No tip yet. Cleveland Cavaliers at the Portland Trail Blazers. Cavs are heater right now. Donovan Mitchell, heater. Heater. That is Drake's Cleveland Cavaliers, if he was not a fan of the Thunder, I believe. I'll pick uh, I'll pick the Blazers in this one. Ooh. Cavs are Cavs are a really great home team. Uh haven't haven't had that same success on the road uh this season. I think they're eight and twelve. 
You can get ticket tickets. It's it's in Portland tonight. You can get tickets to the Moda Center in Portland for as low as seven dollars. Wow, seven big ones, baby. Go see an NBA game. Seven big ones. That's all it takes. That is around the association. Short one, cul-de-sac, but we did it. Good I job. I didn't even realize Harden had 15 assists tonight. Yeah, I, I saw that. And I was like, oh, yeah, 15 assists, no big deal. He probably gave up as many as he yeah. assisted yeah, on the other end. Yeah, his defense was... On the other side, we will get a vibe check. Welcome back to the Oklahoma City Thunder First Take Thunder postgame show on 1077 The Franchise. You know the f- vibes? You know the vibes. Franchise first thing, Thunder Post Game Show. Matt Burton, Jake Vitito, Josh Conant. Thunder get the win in Philadelphia, 133 to 114. Can I can I bring something up? Yeah. Okay. You could bring anything up. The po- the post game uh scrum is happening. The media scrum is happening right now. Um Josh Goody was talking about, you know, this win, and he was talking about, you know, it shows that this team belongs. You mm-hmm. know, this isn't just like, you know, a Rockets team that's kind of like just not really putting together a great product out on the court. Um, so I wanted to bring that up because, you know, in the games where, you know, teams have rested or not played their their big players, yep. it's games that the Thunder have lost. And it's really weird to talk about. It happened to the Timber, it happened with the Timberwolves, you know, it happened with the, the 76ers team uh, on New Year's, it happened with Miami. Um, so, yes, in retrospect, you know, when we look back on this season and we see those losses, yes, um, you can equate that to bad losses. But isn't it also like if you want to take it another direction, like it's kind of is it kind of a good thing that they're winning these games when these teams are fully healthy? And it's, oh, you yeah. know, it, it's it's a problem. Don't get me wrong. You know, it's it's kind of like the playing with your food thing. OK, you don't want to do that. But. I don't know. It just seems like out of all the problems that you could have for a young developing squad, not beating teams when they are not fully healthy or playing all their guys is pretty low on the problems that you potentially could have with a team. I mean, look at the Rockets. And I know we like to poo-poo on the Rockets a lot, but it is literally an example of how you should not approach you know, a rebuild. I watched, I don't even know who their last game was. I think they were playing the Hornets. An offensive possession, let me just spell it out for you for the Rockets. Jalen Green brings the ball up, dribble, 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 drive attempt, pass. Jabari Smith, dribble, 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 drive, pass. And it went on for the entire shot, the, the entire 24 seconds. And it was the most boring basketball, the most grossest product of basketball I'd ever seen in my life. So, you know, we we do we do nitpick sometimes when we mm-hmm. talk about this growing Thunder squad. And it is a problem that you don't beat teams when they're playing all their guys. But on the same side of the on the different side of the coin, they're beating them when they're fully healthy. Right. So, I mean, I just wanted to bring that up um because when we talk about the scope of problems, I think, you know, this one is a little bit lower on the totem pole when you talk about overall worriedness in the grand scheme of things. Right. And how much plays in to the fact that, I mean, we talk about it with the, the Celtics too, when the Celtics came down, came yep. here and uh, I mean, just got the doors blown off of them. Uh, my team without SGA, by the way, Thunder team without SGA that night. Yep. Um, and Jalen Brown basically just saying, yeah, like we thought we were going to come in here and just, you know, not leave first gear and yeah. win, you yeah. know, like, and just like kind of cruise to victory. How much of that, like, I, I want to know how much wonder how much of that plays into it, especially like a team as good as the 76ers are and right. actually going to compete for things uh, this season. How much of that? And also they have a five game West coast road trip. They're about to go on. Like yeah. they might be looking forward to that. And no, oh, it's just the thunder. Like we right. just beat them without all our guys. Yeah. And you know, you can make, you can make, Honestly, the same argument for the Thunder. They're not at full strength either. Now, yeah. I, I understand you could sit there and say Chet Minnett hasn't played a real NBA minute in his career yet, and that's fine. But you can't tell me, based off, off of what you guys saw on the summer league and the preseason, that this guy would not make a difference. Oh, Especially yeah. when we talk about overall win-loss totals. Some of those games where they should have won, uh, the Heat, the Heat game last game. Yeah. You can't tell me that Chet different Chet that that point differential doesn't bump them up to a win when they're fully healthy. 
And I Absolutely. think that's the craziest thing about this season is that the Thunder is without their first pick. And they have that second pick, which was 9-10. I forget what it was. was J-Dub and J-Will later, later in the draft. But we've got these guys that was not our first picks that are kind of shining. And J-Will tonight having a career game. J-Dub having a great season. And we don't have our first pick. Like that, That's just crazy to think that this Thunder team is competing and also playing the lead and keeping it without their first pick this season. Like I think that's just crazy to think about. And the potential for them is just through the roof at this point. I also brought it up because um, you will be hearing my bad vibes soon, and it plays into the team not playing a full strength. Uh, but this time it was completely uh, a decision-based. But that's neither here nor there. Well, why don't we just get into it right now? You know the f- vibes? You sure you're all good? No, I'm actually not good, man. Can I tell you something? Yeah, bro, yeah. The vibe's off, man. Uh, the, the park vibe? Yeah, the park vibe's off, man. Get real, dude. Your vibe's off. Is it noticeable? Is it noticeable? I, I don't know. I, think, I feel like I bring in some good vibes. All right, you have four minutes to tell me what the f*** going on. I, I don't know, man. I, I, th- I thought my vibe was chill, bro. No, well, you thought wrong. So, that's your, that's your, that's your bad. <laughs> Let's get a vibe check. Let's go, Drake. You had me intrigued. I, w- oh, I want to hear it. Wow. I want to hear it. I've already actually given bad vibes because of this before. Um, I gave it. I gave it to Dagnall because I'm assuming he's the one that makes the decisions when it comes to you know. I'm sure he has the minute schedule for everyone for the games, obviously. But when I see Lindy Waters, oh no, playing a game, and I see Aaron Wiggins as a DMP, oof. It rubs me the <laughs> worst way. Like like sandpaper on you know what. I just I don't get it. Aaron Wiggins has been playing his best year. Is this this is year two, right? Yep. Yeah, year two. He has made leaps and bounds strides this year compared to last year. That you cannot tell me he doesn't deserve more minutes. Now, granted, give give I'll give you this. Trey Mann had an absolutely great night tonight. I think it was one of his best nights, probably one of his most underrated nights of this year. So I get it. Mann's going to get those minutes just because that, you know, you could probably make the argument that Mann is, you know, higher on the totem pole than Wiggins. I get that. But even if it's just Aaron Wiggins for five minutes, like Lindy Waters got, I just don't understand why you would not just go with Wiggins. I don't, I don't know why they're playing Lindy Waters. This is not me poo-pooing on Lindy Waters. I think Lindy Waters can get a spot somewhere in the league. I don't think the Thunder have any serious long-term plans with Waters. And I actually think they might with Wiggins. So I just don't understand. And I understand that Dagnall said before the season that they were going to experiment this year with lineups. But this is... This has been going on for a bit now, a couple of games where Wiggins has not played at all, and I just think it's kind of unwarranted, especially with uh, the level of ball he's been playing this season. So bad vibes goes to, I don't know, Mark Dadnall, Lindy Waters, that just tandem. Right. We'll just put them together. Good vibes. Mm, you know, I really like to not do the layup, but I'm really tempted to do the layup. Do the layup. No, I'll, I'll no, give no, it to me. I'll give it to Trey. I'll give it to Trey. Oh. Um, I think I think uh, Trey had one of his most underrated nights tonight. Fourteen points, five of nine from the field, two of five from three, two of two from the line, two assists. And I really want to point to those assists because there was a couple of assists um, that were missed because they were open shots from other guys. That's fine, but. Uh, some of you may not know this. I know you two do because this is kind of our job, but he played point guard at Florida. I mean, he, he he's not like the whole like running and gunning and finding open dudes. He's not really like unfamiliar with any of that. He's not just like the one dimensional scorer. He has that game if he ever pulls it out. Now, the Thunder don't ask him to do that a lot, but he really let the game come to him uh, tonight. And it really showed now, granted, the 76ers defense was super optional tonight. So he had that lane whenever he wanted it. He had the step back three whenever he wanted it. But he was just taking what was the defense was giving him tonight. And it was great. He didn't force anything, which we've seen him do that a couple of times this season, trying to get back in that rhythm. He just let the game come to him tonight. And I think that was the most admirable thing that I saw from uh, Mr. Man tonight. So uh, bad vibes. Lindy and uh, Dagnalt and good vibes, Mr. Trey Mann. Josh, bad vibes. We never mess it up. Nope. None of us have. Mm -mm. If you think we have, you're mistaken. But bad vibes. You'd be wrong. 
It's going to the Darius Baisley. He's been kind of on this weird little, I don't even know, rock in a hard place type spot where he's been rumored to be traded. He's been rumored to maybe should be getting less minutes. Got 14 minutes tonight, one of four from the field, six points, four rebounds, one assist, one steal. Just Thunder's done it before where they get stars, maybe not stars. They get players, they perform in OKC, then we ship them where they want. Baisley's not doing himself any favors. Like he's, he seems like he's kind of just complacent and happy to be here, and kind of just, yeah, I'm a basketball player. I don't like it. I, I, I want you to do something to further your career. I liked you last season quite a bit, actually, and uh, I just don't like what I've seen from this season. So bad vibes. It's probably going to continue to go to Darius Baisley unless something turns around. Good vibes though. Career night. I'm leaving the first layup, I believe to Burton if he wants it. Maybe maybe he'll get honorable mention again. But my good vibes, it's Jay Will, Jalen Williams. 11 points, two assists, five rebounds, one and one from three, five and seven from the field, 18 minutes. Just really great game from him. Only one turnover, five fouls. Really great game from him. Career high, 11 points. I think this was his best game in a Thunder uniform. It is his rookie season, um, but he has been kind of going back and forth between the blue and the Thunder and he's kind of just found the spot and because of some injuries to Poku, JRE, all those guys. Um, he's kind of found a spot as to be the only big man. And uh, he's been getting some starts and he's been kind of making the most of it. So I'm happy for him. I'm happy to see both Jalen Williams playing well. I'm glad Jay will can join J-Dub because J-Dub's been doing it a little while now. Uh, so yeah, congrats, Jay will Career night. Happy for you, bud. Good vibes to you. Uh, my bad vibes. I... I'm intrigued. I was torn. I, w- I was torn. Hmm. Uh, I'm just, I'm just going to give it to Don't Isaiah Joe. I'm, I'm giving oh. it to Isaiah Joe. All Jill. right. Over okay. four from three point line. Yeah, that's, that's rare. That's very rare. So listen, this is, this is not a, a whole season bad vibes thing. This is just this specific game. You're a three point shooter, man. Got knocked down some threes. Got Maybe it's a little threes. bit of being back home. Maybe he felt like he had something to prove. True, and it forcing it a little bit too much, yeah, thinking yeah. a little too much. Maybe not just letting it fly. Uh, I really wanted to give it to Ludor, but um, I wow. will. I will save that uh, for another, for another time. night. <laughs> for another time. Uh, yeah, four points for Lou tonight on one of seven shooting. Um, not his best night, but my good vibes. I will take the layup. I'll take the layup. Nice. Um, good. I, I was cherry picking and I was just waiting for you guys to pass me the ball. You guys were playing good defense and mm. I was not playing defense at all. I was sitting back there <laughs> for the easy layup and I'm going to take Shea Gilgis Alexander nice. uh, as my good vibes tonight. Um, and just take this time to remind you all uh, that all-star voting is still alive. And I believe uh, tomorrow, I believe, uh, I believe every, every Friday uh, is triple voting. You can, trip, you can triple, right. uh, triple your votes uh, on Friday uh, because he's going to be there. Because even if you even if you do vote for him or not, he is going to be in the All Star Game, and um, it is. I think it's a foregone conclusion at this point. And I'll give it's you a little like, strategy in your voting. Don't vote for Ja or Luca as well in that uh, <laughs> in those card positions. We don't need them getting any more votes. No, I'm I'm. You know, He's I'm shooting in, it straight. Right. I'm shooting it straight. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm shooting. I'm putting in who I, who I think should be there. And um, but anyway, so yeah, good vibes. What else do I need to say about Shea? I mean, literally nothing. Literally nothing. <laughs> I mean, ten of sixteen from the floor, uh, sixteen of sixteen from the free throw line. He is just uh, that good. He is just that good. Uh, speaking of all star voting, guys, I wanted to get um, I wanted to get you guys's. If you had to vote, and and we aren't sending anything in, so we're not gonna we could send a thumb post game vote the, in. Yeah, we're not gonna cook the the books um, for you know for Ja or Luca. We're not sending these in. Okay? Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah, you know. Um, so if we had to vote right now, you got two guards um, and then three in the front court. Um, I would just tell you picks, who I've. That's where our picks are. You have to do two guards and three in the front court. Is that right, what you're saying? Right. Yeah, two guards, and I will give you a list. So, like, um, the tops right now in uh, in the West, it's like Luca, Steph, John Morant, and I think Shea. I don't know if that order is correct. Uh, I believe John Shea are three and four, though. I don't know if Steph's one or Luca's one. Either. I think Luca's one. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. Steph is one. Oh. Okay. 
But which makes sense. It's a fan vote, right? right. Yeah, it's a fan. But vote. you're saying who I would fans. pick out of yeah, the so, Western yeah, Conference so guards? Who, who we are? I will let you know. I every time I voted, I've put Luca and Shea. Yeah, that's how I would go. And that's, it, that's who I vote for every single time. When you talk about, well, it just goes back to value, right? I mean, if you take yeah. these guys off your teams, I mean, what what team are you left with? In the case of the Mavericks, bottom Western Conference team. In the case of the Thunder, career high points night. Yeah, right. in, the, in, the, in the case of the Thunder, probably also bottom Western Conference team. So, right, that's where that's where my line of thinking goes. The uh, front court, Josh, do you have the list like pulled up, like the actual like standings? Okay, so because I'm up here and it just it puts oh, guys I have up votes. At the top. I can get the standings real quick. Uh, yeah, yeah, of like yeah, who is uh, who is on top of the voting right now? But you have LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Zion Williamson, Nicole Jokic are like the top four that they put uh, in that order. Larry Markinen, Paul George. Um, and I think that's kind of like where the drop off happens because the next list is like Jeremy Grant, Keldon Johnson, Brandon Ingram, uh, all that stuff. So I have been putting just based on I, I want to have my Duke bias and put Zion in there. He, he's missed some. He's missed some time. He's missed some time, Shocker. but he's been awesome. Uh, so I've gone LeBron, Anthony Davis, Nikola Jokic. Those are the top three, by the way, vote getters yep. in that order: LeBron, Jokic, Anthony Davis. Fourth is Zion. Fifth is Andrew Wiggins, just to give you top five. I'd right. probably go Jokic, LeBron, and you know what? Give me Laurie. He's, Laurie having, a break, like he's having a breakout season. He deserves it. Um, yeah, I'd probably go Laurie third. But, you know, when you get to third in, a, in you know, voting, I think right. it's more of I, I will tend to go, like, who I think is actually, like, deserving of. Yeah. I'm On not the, saying Anthony Davis isn't, but he's... He's been injured. So on the other side, the uh, on the east, you got the east ones pulled up. I got the east. Yeah, you right. front or back? Um, front backcourt. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Uh, backcourt. Backcourt. We'll back start court. off in the backcourt and. Um, oh, sorry. No. Yeah. Go ahead. Number right. one, Kyrie Irving, three Makes million sense. votes. Yeah. Two is Donovan Mitchell. Congrats, Drake. Mm-hmm. Two point seven. Three is James Harden. Four is Jalen Brown. Five is Trey Young. Okay. I will tell you, I have been putting Ooh. in Donovan Mitchell and Jalen Brown. Yeah, I that's like how that. I would go too. Yep. Yeah. I mean, Kyrie's number one right now in the votes, but that's just because it's Kyrie. Fan vote, yeah. Fan vote. Um, James he's, only, he's surprisingly only 200,000. That sounds like a lot, but in the in the vast majority of these, there's a really big difference between votes. 200,000 between Donovan Mitchell and Kyrie Irving? Yeah. Not that big. And it's kind of surprising. I will say this is where it's gotten tough, though, in the front court. For, yeah, the, for, East, for the East? For me, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I've kind of... I've kind of sent in two different ballots sometimes. Yeah, uh, I like it. I've been I've been going back and forth. Top five for two front of court. them. Two of them I have for sure, and then yeah, the next two I, I'm I've been flip flopping a little bit. So yeah, go ahead. Top five front court Eastern Conference. Kevin Durant's one four point five million. Giannis is two four point four six. By the way, only like thirty thousand less than yeah. KD. Uh, third is Jason Tatum. Fourth is Joel Embiid. Fifth is Jimmy Butler. Oh, this is tough. I've oh, been going. That, that might my be the two, toughest. My two that I think are locked right now, and I, that I just keep going to, Giannis and Joel Embiid. I wow, think, really? I think those two, the ones I've been flip-flopping are Tatum and, and Durant. Yeah. Slight and, edge to Tatum, I feel like. Which, yeah. But I, I keep saying it, like, every time I'm on, Kevin Durant has been, like, before Lights he got out. injured, before he got injured, I mean, they won, like, how, 12 something in a row and I'm like 18 and I'm two trying to envision a Celtics team without Jason Tatum because I don't feel like it'd, it'd be a huge drop don't get me wrong I mean which is the, the from a production standpoint but like I don't know they still they're pretty complimentary it's a complimentary battle probably the careful, most Drake. careful but bottom you think the Celtics He's automatically qualify game. He's scoring 31 He's a game scoring but do they go all the way down to the bottom of the East at the bottom of the no, East, they won't be. The they, well, I'm, I'm just be, saying that because when we talk about teams like good. The, the Mavericks, or they'd be in the playoffs. I don't know okay. how high up in the rankings they'd be. I don't, Brooklyn is another front court guy, by the way. In the, in the top, I would uh, top probably. 10. I don't know. Isn't Durant injured right now too? Yeah, for like a month. Yeah. See, <laughs> I don't like. I don't love voting on anyone who has missed time this year, and I know that may seem old and archaic, but I'd probably go Giannis and Tatum. And then the third. <clears throat> Joel Embiid at God, 33 and a half off points. The Sixers, they're horrible. Yeah, 33 and a half points a game, 9.9. Re- so 10, re- 10 rebounds a game. I'd, I'd probably go Joel. Those are and my three. Kevin I agree with Drake. Giannis, Tatum, Embiid. Because, I mean, is Katie going to be healthy for the game? 
No, right? Because it's beginning of February. And if, if, yeah, I think it's like middle, if Katie, middle to end of February. I, I don't okay. even know if I put Katie in if he had been fully healthy. Or maybe middle to beginning. I don't know. Because they will do the draft again. I know that. So right now, Katie's being yeah, thirty thousand above Giannis. Katie and probably Braun. Like yeah. Katie and Braun. Unless Giannis passes him. Yeah, which he could, I guess. Thirty thousand difference. That's not that bad. He could, he could, but yeah. Who, anyways, who was yours? Our, who was yours? I was, was your three. My the the ones I voted for the most: Embiid, Giannis, and Tatum. Okay. Yeah, yeah you, I you have snuck KD. in. I have snuck in a couple KD votes. Oh, okay, though, but little sneaky KD votes. Yeah. Just because I don't I, like no Jimmy Butler, no I Pascal, no Spicy P. No, I do, Spicy P is playing great, but Kyle uh, Kuzma seven by the way. Paolo Bancaro eight. No, no Austin would, Reeves for Western Conference guards. No, <laughs> I, hate that. I, I might need to sneak one in with Paolo Bancaro on Triple Vote Day. Oh, oh sneak it. in some some Paolo Bancaro love. How there. is Austin Reeves ninth? Lakers. He plays for the Lakers. That's it. Right? And it's a fan vote. So yeah, makes sense. Fan vote. Um. But it's it's guys like you, Josh. The guys like to troll. <laughs> I don't vote for that low though. It's guys I like vote for you. like I vote for like Lillard and Booker. You know what right. I mean? I vote for guys that guys that want to do it, it. As a, they want to do it as a bit, as, yeah. a, as a joke. Good point. Good to point. To get Austin Reed. They're the trolls. Darius Garland ten in the guards. We need to arrest you for your for your way of thinking. Kawhi Leonard and Kevon Looney, Kevin Looney, nine and ten. They're the bottom of the front court in the West. Yeah, Warriors got a lot of a lot of fans online. A lot of them. A lot of them. Yeah. And they've Fellas. been and they've been fans forever, forever. Of course, of course, they yeah. remember they remember Chris Mullen, Mitch Richmond. They remember those. All things. of them do. Absolutely. Baron Davis. Yeah. Right. The We Believe Warriors. Well, I believe that we should get out of here. So, oh, fellas, hey, I'm right there with you, brother. Thank you so much uh, for coming in. Thanks everyone for listening. This has been your franchise first take Thunder post game show. Coming up next, we have VSIN Network.